Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High presents Ghost Story. We open inside the home of one Angela Atticus Jr. on a tight close-up of two tense, vaguely uncomfortable-looking faces. One face, bug-eyed, fur-covered, and metal-jawed, belonging to the Swamp Cabbage Bionic Man, affectionately known as Scoobums for short. The other face, boyishly square-jawed, resting beneath a luxurious quaff of hair, topped with two twitching sugar glider ears. This face belonging, of course, to Heck Gently, the automaton. As our camera begins to pan out slowly, we see now the chaos that is unfolding behind these two awkward faces and the bodies to which they are attached. Books float through the air of their own accord. Cupboard doors open and close seemingly of their own volition. And in the midst of this supernatural kerfuffle, we see the harried antlered figure of Angela Atticus Jr. as she frets about her kitchen. Do you all need anything to eat, drink? Oh wait, you're ghosts. No, um, do you all like music, TV? Oh yeah, we should watch Real Housewives of Sambucha. Y'all, some of y'all have missed this, so we gotta get this. Heck, Swamp Cabbage Bionic Man, turn on the TV. What is an Unreal Housewife? An Unreal, it's a Real Housewife. Yes, as opposed to what? <laughs> oh, well. We're able to see a subtle change in the tint of this scene as the spectral visibility filter snaps into place over our camera, and we shift from the ghost's invisible perspective of the cyborg and robot occupying the couch to the ghost's can-see-them perspective of the fey changeling Angela Atticus Jr. And oh, the ghosts we can see. Why, there's our old friend Grud Fuddrucker, still clad in the spectral remains of his security guard uniform, poking around in the cupboards. And there's the fur-covered and bikini-clad form of the late Yeti Page perusing the liquor cabinet. Sabermuto, Angela's ghostly skateboarding girlfriend, is hovering around as usual. And, uh, oh good, Violet Crankshaw is here, also. And lastly, the wild-haired, science-goggled, and indeterminately European spirit hollering in Angela's face is none other than Zephyr Indigo, founder of the Z-Farers and Indigo Labs. Angela is really frantic because she doesn't like to be caught off guard, and she wants to be a good host, so she's like wondering well, what all these ghosts are doing here and wondering where Penny and Zeke are. So she fumbles around with her phone in her pocket and picks it up and speed dials Penny. We cut two. Penny and Zeke on their way to Angela's on Zeke's hoverboard. Zeke riding it normally on two feet. Penny, as per usual, wrapped around one leg, sitting down. Hey, Penny. Hmm? You know, if you stand up, the back of the board won't, like, grind on the asphalt and shoot sparks out everywhere. Yeah, but I can't do that. Ah! It's just your phone. Yeah. And we see Penny answer the call. Uh, can you roll to act under pressure to uh, <laughs> let oh go of God. Zeke and grab your phone? The camera, uh, we see Penny's hand quivering as she nervously re- like reaches for her cell phone in her pocket, and the camera pans out to show the hoverboard like coasting gently at 15 miles an hour <laughs> going down the middle of the street. I got a six. Uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a complete failure. Level up. 
This is cruel. Uh, we we see um, from this wider shot as uh, Zeke and Penny on this hoverboard grind slowly down the middle of the street. Uh, we see Penny tentatively let go of Zeke to quickly pull her phone from her pocket um, and in so doing, immediately lose her balance uh, and collapse backwards slowly into the middle of the road. And like a, like a teeter-totter, the back end of the hoverboard swings forward and Zeke goes flying off the front. Penny! What? We just, we gotta figure out some kind of better weight distribution when you're riding like that. Hello? Penny? Yeah? Why are there like five ghosts at my house right now and I have no idea what to do with them? I told you I had to fix their ectoplasm, but I thought I was coming there right after school, but then I got like kind of attacked by ghosts and I got sidetracked, but we're on the way, but I fell off the hoverboard. What? Okay, uh... Well, just get here, because I have no idea what to do with these clowns. Hi, Angela! Hi, Zeke! Zeke fell off, too. Oh, oh. my god, of course he did. Fell off, too. It was Penny's fault. Uh, okay. Okay, well, just get here. I'm gonna, uh, I don't know, tr try to hang out with them, but I, I don't like to be ambushed like this. And I don't know what to give them. Like, they don't eat or drink or like housewives. I don't, I don't know what to do. Whatever. You don't need housewives? <laughs> just, just get here soon, okay? Okay, be there in, like, Five minutes. Goodbye. Uh, we cut back to the home of Angela Atticus Jr., uh, where we find Heck gently still flipping through channels on the TV as several ghosts mill about restlessly. Angela, I don't know what the Housewives channel is, but um, I could put on like a HGTV. Sure, whatever. Just put on something. Anything. I don't know what to talk about with these with these ghosts. Um, I mean. I can't even see them, so. That's true. Uh, <laughs> so, um, how is the afterlife? <laughs> is it is it cool being back on uh in uh on Earth? On uh, well, I guess. Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you were on Earth the whole time. I don't. Uh, mm. Yeah, we cut again to uh, Angela's point of view, where we can see all of these ghosts who are all now kind of just silently floating and staring at you awkwardly. And you see Saber uh, give you a big thumbs up and a wink. Good conversational gambit, Angela. Uh, Angela just turns around and leaves the room. We cut to the exterior of Angela's house. As at the end of her driveway, Zeke and Penny, having abandoned the hoverboard for this trip, walk up towards the house. Penny, Zeke, so happy to see you. Get Hello. here. Hello. Okay. All right, everybody. Sorry I'm late. Um, who do we got here? Uh, Violet. Hi. Um, Grud. Grud. Hi. Hi, Grud. Um, Zephyr. Oh, hey, Penny. Hi. Um, oh, Yeti Page. All right. All right. Am I missing anybody? All right. Let's knock this out, everyone. Let's get in a, um, a single file line. Yeah. Can you do them all at the same time? I How don't know. <laughs> we cut to a uh, wide shot as... All of these spiritual forms dutifully line up uh, single file in front of you, Penny, with Violet Crankshaw, of course, taking the front spot. We see Penny hold up one finger to her nose and announce, all right, when you're done, file off. We're going to make this quick and easy, okay? We got stuff to get done. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> and then we see... <laughs> and we see Penny 
close her finger into her nose. And, I don't know if I would say that. Put pressure on side of her nose and give a good inhale and exhale and let all that nasty goo out. Violet is covered from head to toe in what feels like seconds. She peels off. We got Zephyr next. He's real excited. <laughs> covered. Yeti. <laughs> covered. <laughs> and last but not least, we got good old Grud. Um, and once she's done, Penny is a little lightheaded, and we see her kind of just like walk over to the couch and just kind of like sit down dramatically. <laughs> Penny, mm. wipe your nose a little bit. Did I get it? Yeah, you got it. So while this is going on, Angela has her laptop in the kitchen, and she's bebopping away on her keyboard, and she's trying to do some research about um, Heck and more about Indigo Labs. Um, so she's trying to gather some more information before she brings it up to Penny and Zeke about what's going on with Heck. So... Angela is contacting her friend from back home before she moved to Chillhaven. They used to do yoga together. So this was like their, you know, they were just yoga friends, but then <laughs> found out that they actually are an elite hacker. His name is Charles. His name is what? Charles. Oh, oh I thought you said towels. I thought you said Charles. Charles. I thought you said Charles. His name is Charles Chadwick. Okay. And so we used, like, we used... <laughs> Yeah, we used to do yoga together. Great. But also an elite hacker. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hackers got to unwind, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's with, with yogurt. Okay. Can't hack all the time. No. So Angela is tapping up on her laptop, and she's in her secret chat app called uh, YZAP. It's an encoded application. So it cannot be detected or broken into. So it's just like top secret. Okay. Sure. CC, comma. I need some info. <laughs> we gotta be discreet. Call call sign. Call call sign. CC, comma. I need some information on Heck Gently and the Z Fairs. They were an experiment that Indigo Labs did back in the 1950s. Think something bigger is going on. Please send all information. I owe you big time. Signed, AAJ. Good secret of call signs. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back to the living room, now full of visible ghosts. And Zeke goes, uh, are, there, are there just this many invisible people like, standing around everywhere at any given time is this just is this just how the world is there's just tons of invisible people always watching you they're called ghost seek i know that welcome to my world hmm. do you guys all have cloaking devices too <laughs> where did you come from <laughs> yes they they do swamp cabbage man they they get the cloaking device that we are all rewarded at the sweet embrace of death well we'll talk about this later swamp cabbage bionic man but uh everybody it was so nice to see you but uh we uh angela looks down at her watch um we have some plans that we got to get to so it's been nice seeing you all and we'll see you in a couple weeks thanks penny yeah, anytime. Thanks, Penny. I'm a little lightheaded. I've never 
Yeah, you shot a whole bunch of stuff out of your face. More than usual. Yeah. Oh, yep. Uh, thanks, Benny. Uh, Angela, you've been a wonderful host, and uh, I, I got to get to work anyway, so uh, Wait, I'll be getting out of your hair. You work back at the zoo? Uh, well, I just, you know, uh, manifested there and uh, had my uniform and everything, uh, so just started. So you know Bart? Uh, uh, Bart. And my dad. He's blue. Yeah. Uh, nope. Haven't seen a blue person. He works a night shift. Uh, you know him when you see him. Oh, uh, well... Uh, keep my eyes peeled for him. Wait, is that... He hasn't seen your dad? I don't know. I barely see my dad. Is he still... Did he really get fired? I don't know. He always talks about working there, but I just assumed it was because that's the only thing he knows to talk about with me. Well, anyway, this <laughs> sounds like a private conversation, so <laughs> Grud Fudrucker out. Bye, Grud. Goodbye, Zeke. Enjoy your memorial gift shop. Ugh. I always do. Goodbye, everyone! Bye, Zephyr. I kind of want to hang out with you more often. <laughs> no. Take a rain check for now. Okay. Science to do. Okay. All right. We see. Uh, we see Heck hurry to the side of the couch by Penny uh, and present her with some Pedialyte and a big cookie. Oh. oh. Thanks, Heck. Well, yeah, you're welcome. I know that ectoplasm stuff or whatever it is really takes it out of you. So. Yeah, it does. I love cookies. We see Penny just shove the whole cookie in her mouth. <laughs> it just disappears. So where were you all? Why were you late? Well, we stayed at the school to investigate because we thought it was just some silly ghosts playing some pranks. But it turns out it's not silly ghosts, but all the ghosts that have uh, like lost their lives in the school are now haunting. We ran into Coach. Mm-hmm. Coach yep. Sheehan? Yeah. yeah, he has not changed one bit. Don't even worry about him. No. He's um, as fine as he could be. Death has not phased him at all. <laughs> but then we went to the locker room. Oh you remember the, all the football players. and it My was, team! Yeah. My team's back! Well, no. Oh, it's I mean, no. It seems like no. getting their bodies all, all scrumbled together may have done the same thing to their ghosts. Because oh. there was just a big, nasty... They tried to absorb Carlos. They tried to absorb Carlos. <laughs> they did? Bit. Yeah. They did? Yeah. They Angela. didn't succeed. Mm. Why do you sound disappointed? No, it was just, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, I, nothing, no. <laughs> he was a little traumatized, so he went home to take a nap. Oh. So I, it's going to be a little harder than I thought, but <gasps> Zeke made some ghost goggles that kind of are cool. Oh, they do work. They let you see ghosts. I like they let you... those of us who can't see ghosts see ghosts. I like how you started with, they do work. They do work. <laughs> well, the thing is, is with them, they turn you into a ghost, so your Ooh. your body is just kind of like a dead fish on the floor. Yeah, I kind of made, I made less ghost vision goggles and more astral projection headset. Oh, cool, like Penny. Y- yeah, it seems like it. But hopefully without the consequences. Here, watch. And Zeke slips slips the goggles over his eyes and presses the button. And we see his body just like go limp and fall to the floor. Yeah. As Penny and Angela just see a more transparent Zeke standing exactly where he was before. Huh? Oh my huh? God, it did work. Yeah. Wait, could you get like stuck in Astro Projectile Land though? Yeah, well that's the thing is I don't seem to be able to like get myself out of this. Like, so Ghost Form is still wearing goggles, but like, and he just waves his hands through his own head. I can't do nothing there. And like, and he reaches down to the Zeke on the floor and waves his hands through that head. So like, I kind of need someone else to turn them off for me to get back to my body. Mm. Um, which Penny, would you mind? Yep. Um, we see Penny reach up and just pop the batteries out of the goggles. Uh, uh, uh. 
Oh. Ow. Okay, so that's oh. how we're using them? Yeah. For now. Oh, this is so cool. You like Kiefer Sutherland and Flatliners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this, uh, now I, speaking as a robot who, as far as I know, doesn't have a ghost. I, I haven't really thought about that before. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> is that, uh, Bad for you? It seems bad for you. Uh-uh. It's bad for me. Definitely seems like there's consequences. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll cross that path when it gets here. <laughs> what? Uh, so then is the school haunted? Yeah, for sure haunted. Yeah, the school has a the school has a haunting of ghosts. Is haunting the collective noun for ghosts? Haunted? Oh, like haunting. A haunting. A haunting, a haunting, haunting of ghosts. A noun and a... It's a haunting. Oh boy, a, a whole haunting of ghosts up in here. I mean, that sounds correct to me. It's haunted. It's a haunting. Heck shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> haunting approaches. I'm haunted. So is this something that we have to like deal with, or can we just like let it be? Um, What's I mean, normally the answer? The ghost mm. in the locker room did try to absorb a living human Boy, how so can I do that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we probably have to take care of it, right? Because, like, as long as the school's haunted, well, we can't go to school. I know. I don't want to miss school. I know. Really? I've missed enough of it. Darn it! I, w- I need my education, especially not now that coach is finally back. We might be able to get the team back together. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the team being together is kind of the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little two together. That's a good one, heck. But they'd be a great offensive line. They sure would. No holes in that line. No. I feel like they'd be kind of easy to go around, though. Yeah. That's where I come in. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you all propose that we do about these ghosts, then? Um, I could ask my dad if he knows any Ghostbusters. Um, you want to bring in outside Ghostbusters? I don't know. I feel like we're... I mean, look, we, we all, like talk to ghosts and hang out with ghosts, but, like, we don't have a lot of experience getting rid of ghosts. We haven't tried. Yeah, I know. So maybe, I don't know. It's just a thought. I don't know if there are Ghostbusters. Well, Carlos mentioned that one show. What show? You hear from over your shoulder the moment, Angela, you say, what show? Uh, <laughs> the the television volume tick up just the slightest little bit. <laughs> uh, as you hear a TV announcer saying, Problems with ghosts? Wondering if there's real Ghostbusters out there? (laughs) Yes, I am. Angela is like raising her eyebrows. Tune in tonight for an all new episode of The Haunted Files. Bro, did he feel the chill in the room? (laughs) Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Let me just grab the spirit generator really quick and hook it up to the power right here. I think I'm being possessed again, y'all. Oh, up in the corner. What is that? What is that? Oh, spider. Getting such bad vibes in here. Might be a haunted spider. This generator's telling me something. Let's check it out. Ah! Another haunted spider? Oh, I can't take this again. Not again. Oh, yeah, you're allergic. (laughs) Don't worry, you got my EpiPen this time. (laughs) (laughs) All that and more this week on The Haunted Files. Because when the house is haunted, the files are scary. Wait, but why isn't it called The Scary Files, then? Followed by a brand new episode of The Scary Files. Oh, there already was a show. When the files are scary, something is up. (laughs) 
Oh, the haunted files. Those people aren't real. What? Yeah. The, what do you mean? It's a reality show. They're all scams, Zeke. Yeah, one of them's like a social media influencer. I don't even watch TV, and I know that. Listen, I'm not going to bat for him. I just said Carlos mentioned him. I don't feel like we need to bring any more goobers in this. Yeah, okay. and, re- and right. re-say that sentence. Carlos. I'm ju- I literally just, again, I'm not a- I wasn't advocating for them. Well, let's make that like plan C. Okay, for Carlos. <laughs> yeah. C for Carlos. Um... Well, well, are you thinking what I'm thinking? What are you thinking? We Going to go flows. to flows. <sighs> That's normally where we find our best info. I know, I know. There, for all we know, there's a hell pit in there. I think we need to just suck it up and go, and we will face what is there when we get there. Maybe, maybe it'll be kind of therapeutic, like a little bit of, I don't want to say closure, because honestly, anything could happen. And she could come back at any time and yell at us. But for all we know, oh she my could God. be just sitting Does there. Does that make it worse? Wait, did she? But did she die or is she just in hell now? I don't I don't I like don't to know. think about it. Like, could her ghost come back and yell at us? Could her ghost be in her house? Penny? No, I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like if she was going to come yell at us, she would have by now, right? Yeah. Unless she's plotting something. Ooh, she is a schemer. We're thinking about it too much. Mm-hmm. We gotta get information on these ghosts. Frick. Okay. okay. Um, well, I'll drive us. Let's just go. Okay. Um, heck, are you gonna stay here and watch Scoobums? Yeah, I need at least an hour to clean out his litter box. <laughs> what? Ew. Litter box? Scoobums, can you not use the toilet? What's that? <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. Okay. <laughs> We cut to deep within a darkened forest. Not just any darkened forest. The darkened forest that am the anodyne pines. We hear spooky bird sounds and a scary forest wind. Uh, As we see the black 2020 Range Rover, piloted by Angela Atticus Jr., pull to a stop in front of a grim, darkened cabin. The cabin is surrounded by large beds of dead and wilted flowers, and an air of trauma hangs over the home. Oh, the flowers. We should replant those. Okay. I don't know. I think it would be a nice thing to kind of... With all of our spare time. You, yeah. Yeah, I guess school's closed. That was that was most of my plan for the rest of the week. Just this week? I don't think that far ahead. Mm. Angela's kind of like fidgeting with her keys in her hands and kind of looking down because she doesn't want to get out of the car. All right, I'm ripping the Band-Aid off and going inside. <sighs> Zeke uh, opens the back door to Angela's Range Rover, shuts it, and then just stands there and looks at the house aggressively. How's that working for you? I'm going to get there. (laughs) We see Penny um, get out of the car, shut the door, and just walk past Zeke to the house. Angela's the last to get out of the car, and she slowly closes the door and stands next to Zeke and lets Penny go ahead and by herself. We see Penny step inside, 
leave the door just cracked behind her so the other two know to come in and just kind of like take in the space, look around, and take a deep breath. Penny, what does it look like in there? Dark. Do you see Flo? No. Do you see any other demons or ghosts or monsters? Is Emma hanging out drinking tea in her armchair? We see Penny like take a sharp turn to the right. Yeah, Penny. We see, uh, and you see with us, a dark, empty cabin. The air hangs heavy with dust, and you can see, even in the darkness, the layer of pollen and forest debris that's sort of accumulated in here, blown in through the cracks in the windows, uh, giving it a very desolate and abandoned feel. But as far as you can tell, with the absence of, of that accumulated debris, this looks like a snapshot of the way you left the home that fateful night. Yeah, it just, it looks the same, but not the same, obviously. Okay, I'm coming in. Angela looks over at Zeke. Are you ready? Hold my hand. Angela grabs Zeke's hand and squeezes it. Ow, ow! Oh, sorry, sorry! I'm, I forget I'm so strong. All right, ready? One, two, three. Ah! Why are you screaming? Sorry. <laughs> Uh, listen, it's okay. We can do this. I was I was bracing myself for like charging into. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, it's wait. just quiet and sad in here. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, let's turn on some lights, and we see Penny walk around and just um, turn on all the lamps she can find. Yeah, Penny, you uh, you try the lights and they click uselessly in your hand. Okay, so that makes sense. No electricity. I'll be right back. I'm going to get candles. Penny, you walk into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And we see you engulfed in darkness. You can smell the stale, putrid scent of the food that's gone bad in the fridge and cupboards in here. As the fridge, much like the lights, has been without power for quite a while now. Penny, as soon as you step into the center of the kitchen, you feel a breeze blow past you and you feel the temperature drop precipitously. Oh, God. Um, We see Penny just kind of looking around the room, but just darkness, just to see if she sees anything moving. You don't see anything. Okay. And then we see Penny begin to kind of feel around for countertops, drawers, anything to look for these candles. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you, you find a, uh, Penny, you open a few drawers in the kitchen uh, to find a plethora of candles of multiple sizes, as one would expect in the home of a spiritual medium. Well, I got the candles. Perfect. Um, Give me some. I can help you put them up. Okay. Angela grabs some of the candles from Penny's arms and scatters them across the Flo's cabin. Yeah, we, uh, we cut to a few moments later. Our trio of heroes now bathed in warm candlelight, illuminating the familiar setting of the living room of Florence Beauregard. Zeke plops down on the couch in the center of the living room, and a big cloud of dust just shoots up from the cushions when he sits down. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, we need to clean this place up, but um, I guess now is not the time to do that. Should we split up and start looking through her books and see if we can find anything about ghosts, haunting, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? 
Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone know what Flo's like organizational system was? Because <laughs> I don't think she's following the Dewey Decimal System here. Yeah, we cut to a wide shot of this living room and we see just the scattered piles and mounds of books, spines broken, uh, pages torn out, um, that just like suffuse every corner of this home. Yeah, I think we learned a long time ago that Flo wasn't reading most of these books. We see Penny pick up one book that just has a number of large mushrooms growing out the spine of it. Oh, it's kind of beautiful. All right, well, let's get digging, everybody. Our camera hangs from the ceiling of Flo's living room, shooting our three heroes from above as they dig through piles of dusty, soggy, and moldy books. Um, I don't know, a lot of these covers are hard to make out. This one's how to, it's either how to, how to summon a demon or how to summon a dragon, I'm not sure. Yeah, these are just like garden books that I'm finding and like um, how to grow your own mushrooms. I don't know, it's just like botanical stuff. How to make yourself seem like an authority figure to teenagers for dummies. Oh, mm, how to put a curse on someone who has wronged you. That sounds like blow. Yeah, but no ghosts. Oh, this is, uh, hmm. This is a description of somebody's sexual encounters from the early 20th century. Ew, don't read that. Well, excuse me, but is privacy no longer a consideration in the 21st century? And we see, hovering just over Zeke's shoulder, a slender figure in a billowing blue translucent caftan. That blue translucence, by the way, ain't just the caftan. It's all of this boy. (laughs) And that boy am Wallace Petter Goodwin. Holding a incorporeal cocktail glass and uh, wiping a bit of sleep out of his spiritual eyes. Wally. Oh, hello, Penny. You know who this is? Yeah, Wally is... Flo's um, friend, um, yes. acquaintance, lifelong friend. Part. Well, I didn't know. Last time we talked, you said some weird, vague, cryptic things about her. Yes, which well, that seems to happen a lot. We were friends. Yeah. Most things are in the past tense once you become a spiritual being. You haven't seen her lately, have you? Florence. Just wondering. We don't have to. We don't have to. Um, no. Gotta hang on that. Yeah. It's just wondering. So you're just hanging out in Flo's house. Yes. Uh, okay. It's quiet. There's no one around to bother me. And I get to read all of my books that I gave to Florence and that she has chosen to use as a mushroom farm, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, have you stumbled across any books about how to get rid of ghosts? Uh, Like, how to deal with big hauntings? What? Who are you? What's going on? It's it's, It's our friend Wally, Flo's friend Wally. Um, I had a book that... He wrote that I took from Flo's house once, and so I talked to him a few times, but I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, so there's another ghost here? Yeah, but a very, okay. very nice on. one, dressed very puts on very his goggles well. and hits the button. Oh. Ah. Oh, man. He's, I'm he's never going to get used to that. Yep. Uh, Wally, this is Zeke. Hello. I like your caftan. Thank you. What, um, what, what just, what, what just happened? There was, you, you've, um, you've separated from your body? Oh, yeah, these are some ghost goggles I built. They were supposed to make me see ghosts, but instead they turned me into a ghost. But he can see them, too. 
Well, you see, our school is haunted, so that's we're kind of here looking for ways to fight, fix, deal with hauntings. Mmm, yes, yes, of course. Well, it, it seems like most of the books that Flo actually consulted, nothing by yours truly, of course, uh, she's not keeping up here in her living room. And with that, almost as if on cue, you're all interrupted by a puff of air and ash emanating from Flo's open fireplace. You want us to go in the cellar? I don't want you to do anything. I was asleep. I don't know. I don't know that I trust that. That's that's some evil dead shit right there. Well, if we're not having any luck up here trying to find the books, I think we're going to have to go in the cellar. No! Yes. Go back down there. Well, then stay up here yeah. and by yourself in the dark. Well, you want to hang out? Um... Is it safe to stay in this astral form? That's a great hmm. question. Uh, someone check my pulse real quick. Uh, Angela runs down and puts two fingers on Zeke's wrist. You probably should be beating faster, but it, yeah, I feel like you shouldn't be staying in this form. Okay, yank the batteries out. Uh, Angela yanks the um, ghost goggles off Zeke's head and takes the batteries out. <gasps> Bye, Wally. He's still I here. I can still see you. <laughs> Angela looks over at Penny and quietly says, you ready to go down there? No, but we're gonna. Why? What happened down there? Uh, well, we'll, we'll catch you up on it later. Ugh. You two have been hanging out with Florence too often. Um, Angela is going to take a step in front of Penny and uh, fight her own fears and go into the fireplace first. Angela, after a few moments of hunting, you locate the hidden switch disguised among one of Flo's many piles of moth-eaten books and give it a pull. With the sound of grinding stone and another puff of stale air, Florence Beauregard's secret fireplace door swivels open, revealing the staircase down to her hidden occult cellar. Angela takes her cell phone out of her back pocket and turns the flashlight on and points it down the stairs. Uh, she then sighs heavily and takes her first step down the stairs. Here we go. And Penny follows suit. Not going to fall down the stairs this time. Not going to fall down the stairs oh this time. Oh, my God. So you are coming? Yeah. You all make your way down these dusty stairs and into Flo's secret spiritual cellar. Ooh. Where you find more piles of dust-covered books crowding every corner of this room, along with all of Flo's other occult bric-a-brac, you also see the familiar witch head machine uh, with its two desiccated heads of the Alpha and Omega Witch, respectively. Wow, we really should have... Uh, smells like death, but dry. Oh, we should have thrown those away. Uh, in addition, and underlying that dusty, mildewy, death but dry scent that permeates this space, you all can still smell the faint scent of sulfur. And you see, Angela, beneath your feet in the floor, a blackened, charred, perfect circle. Um, Angela goes and stands in the middle of the charred circle and just kind of looks around and takes a little spin um, just to look at the complete circle. 
We cut to a first-person perspective as Angela slowly spins to take in this circle. And Angela, right as you uh, complete about a 180-degree turn, we see through your first-person gaze, and you see, hovering just above the ground, a ghostly pair of feet. Penny? Which you then look up and see are connected to a cloaked ghostly form hovering just in front of you. Penny, do you see this? Yep. Um, hi? The smell never really goes away. Neither will the burn. When you open a port of the hell, it scars the material plane. So, you're going to have to get a rug or something. (laughs) Thank you. Says the ghostly form of Kerrigan Orb, the Omega Witch. Oh, hi, Kerrigan. Uh, Nice to see you again. Have you been hanging out in here with Wally? Wally? Hello. (laughs) At the mention of his name, we see uh, Wallace Patter Goodwin phase through the ceiling of this cellar head first. My ears were burning. We see Kerrigan... um, her, her eyes and nose not visible to us. Uh, we are only able to see the spectral mouth uh, just below the, the large hood that hangs over her, or her face. Um, but we see that mouth purse. Uh, and she says, um, I wouldn't say we've been hanging out. I was not. And once again, I am. Someday I will be not again. But who knows when? Yes, and this this is largely why I've been giving her her space and staying out of the cellar. Yeah, she seems a little emo. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> she she's she she has a lot going on. Yeah. Which I would love to hear about, but she just doesn't seem keen to share. Well, we don't mean to like be in your space, but we're trying to find some of Flo's books about hauntings. Wait, are you guys talking to another ghost again? Yes, Zeke. It's not Wally? No. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Zeke puts the goggles back on, and he's about to hit the button on the goggles, and he goes, wait, wait a minute. And he lies down flat on the ground and then <laughs> presses the button. And his astral form uh, pops straight up, just standing in the middle of his physical form and goes, okay, what are we talking about? Whoa, spooky hood. The, the spirit of Kerrigan Orb, Zeke, as soon as your astral form uh, rears up out of your body uh, like the old man from Frighteners, yeah. <laughs> um, she, uh, she hovers over to you and silently raises a hand and places it on your astral face. And despite your non-corporeal form, Zeke, you're able to feel a coolness from her touch. Uh-huh. And although she does not lift her hood, and although you're still wearing these uh, future tech goggles, mm-hmm. you can feel her gaze through the hood and the goggles uh, directly into your own eyes. And she says, um, we are adrift, aren't we? What, uh, Separated at our very core from the linear progression of time. Um. <laughs> Your past will come true, but your future is indetermined. Uh, okay. That's haunting. Nice to meet you two. This is Zeke. I'm Zeke. Uh, care to explain what that was all about? No, I think I, I think, I think I get it. It's good. Okay. Uh. Um. Uh. Ghost book. 
That's what we're here for. Y- yeah, we. Hmm. Um. Man, I just, I'm gonna sit this one out. You guys take the lead on this. I gotta I gotta think about some stuff. Okay. We see Penny reach up and pop the batteries out of the goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke stays lying on the ground, just gives a thumbs up. Thank you. Take all the time you need, buddy. <laughs> so you're a ghost. You know yes. how ghosts work. I do. So how do we get rid of them? How do we clear the school of these beings that are because Penny and Zeke said they're not nice well I will preface this by saying I am reluctant to share information about how to get rid of ghosts lord knows who could turn that information on me you see well then how do we just get them out of one place and put them somewhere else or heal them or I don't know They're so angry, which makes sense. Don't get me wrong. How do we set them free? Um, well, the most standard way to rid yourself of a haunting is to perform an exorcism. Those are Uh, real? Oh, yes, absolutely. They don't have to be done by a priest. It's not like God is real. But, um, the priest... Penny looks up. God's not real? (laughs) (laughs) But the priests did land on a series of techniques that happened to tap into the right mechanics to allow a spirit to move on to the other side. Essentially, you're reaching them on a fundamental level to sort of tap into their mind and convince them that the right thing to do is leave this plane. So I won't hurt them? No, 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 absolutely not. It's a very calming process for them. Unless, of course, they don't want to be exorcised. Don't exorcise me. I hate exercise. (laughs) That's your standard way. Now... The, res- the problem there is you must be trained in the arts of exorcism. It's a very delicate technique. I could have done it myself if I were alive, but alas, I am but the figure you see before you now. The other option is, hmm, how shall I say, far more speculative in nature. While I was alive, there was speculation that there was a force out there. There was no agreement on whether it was an object, an area, a person. We didn't know, but something that seemed to be able to absorb the energies of the astral plane. To hold it in and not let it go, just keep it and continue building and growing and absorbing more and more. But of course I died in 1955, so that's about when my research on the matter stops. There could be more answers now out there somewhere. I think I had a dream about that. What? The other night, a big mass absorbing souls. You had another premonition? Yeah, I was just... I mean, it wasn't a dream, it was a nightmare, but I was floating through space and there was, I thought it was a planet with like normal rings around it, but the rings were bodies and the planet was eyes and all of a sudden a big mouth opened up and just absorbed them all. And then me too. Penny. Yeah? Do you have these dreams often? 
Um, yeah, lately it's been like anytime something bad happens, I have the dream and then the bad things happen. But not always the way that I dream them. Well, because like we, I don't know, intervene, work together, solve them. So they don't always necessarily come true. But I guess if things went wrong, they might. I don't know. They're really scary. So I don't always know what to say about them. I believe you're having prophetic dreams. Many of us in the spiritual community, many of us who exist on the material plane, but nonetheless have ties to the astral one, have these dreams from time to time. The universe feeds us so much information, especially when tapped into an entire separate plane of reality that our simple gray blobs of fat up here can't always absorb it and process it all. So it bubbles up later in our dreams. Well, I also had a dream the other night that my tooth fell out. What does that mean? I think that may have just been a regular dream. <laughs> okay. Now, you say you saw them orbiting a planet in space? Yeah, and, like, people that I knew were ghosts, like Violet, Grud. But I just remember feeling, like, torn inside like it tore my astral form from my body and just left me with nothing oh my well as you said before prophetic dreams are warnings but they are not always warnings that come to pass as our dear friend Kerrigan mentioned just a moment ago the future is unwritten but you don't think this dream is going to happen? Oh, it very well could. It oh. just doesn't have to. Okay. Well, that's what we're trying to stop. So... We need to do an exorcism? A few. Zeke sits bolt upright on the floor and says, okay, I caught like two-thirds of that conversation. We're doing an exorcism? Yes. Alright, I need to lie down for a little bit more and ponder my existential crisis. <laughs> It's not that much of a surprise. There's an awful lot of ghosts around. Anybody could come back. Maybe even Zeke's hamster from kindergarten that I took to. Oh, listen to me rambling on. I've got a job to do. Let's hit it. Kenny White is performed by Bess Lawson. Angela Atticus Jr. is performed by Megan Stressman. Zeke Lynn and Wallace Patter Goodwin are performed by James Chedlar. James also composes the original score for the podcast. All other characters, human or otherwise, are performed by Philip Swissman, who is also the game master and producer of Dangerous Times at Chillhaven High. Additional sound effects provided by zapsplat.com. 
Monster of the Week Tabletop Game, created by Michael Sands. Well, I'm off to give a hamster a proper burial. Good night.